What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. My name is John Kroom, and if you haven't already, please make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. On this episode of Coffee and Van Chats, we chat with Justin Williams. Justin Williams is arguably one of the best Criterion racers here in America right now. He also runs one of the best teams in America right now, and that is Legion of Los Angeles. We chat with Justin on how him and his team are handling the current pandemic, as well as the goals for 2021. Justin also dropped some exciting news about Legion and going into the 2021 season, so be sure to listen in for that. Again, thank you so much for listening, and if you want a Coffee and Van Chat sticker, be sure to email us at info at So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, but first, let's hear a quick message from our sponsors. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee and Van Chats. My name is John Crum, and I'm here with Justin Williams. And honestly, if I have to explain to you who Justin Williams is, uh, that's pretty shocking because you're probably only listening to this because you know who Justin Williams is. So I probably need to do an intro about myself. Like, so, yeah, and, but we'll go down that road another day. But anyways, Justin Williams, Legion, uh, Crit, God, uh, track racer yeah he doesn't want to promote that too much but i will because that's my <laughs> butter uh fixie crit you name it i saw him on a mountain bike recently but yeah man justin how you doing dude i'm good man i'm no matthew vanderpool but i get my i get down i get busy on a bike bro two wheels yeah dude well let's talk about the well first before we even get started matthew vanderpool but let's talk about the the jerseys that are going on in the back of your head right now oh these old things those old the, things you gotta see the upper one oh bro. man is that Dude, is that is that who I think it is wearing the green right now? It's Sam Benny, bro. That's my oh, guy. Oh man, I met Sam Benny at Worlds, man. He's like because he instantly became my favorite cyclist, man. Like giving Brad Wiggins a run for his money, um, and then this one is Corinne Rivera leading the UCI Women's uh, Tour. Uh, you were one of the only uh, dudes at her bachelorette party, right? Yeah, no, I was the only <laughs> dude. At her party, dude. Right on. It was crazy. She was like, "Yo, you want to come do this thing with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." I've known Corinne since we were like thirteen or something. So like, yeah, uh, it's been it's been forever. She's like my little sister. So I literally was like bodyguard uh, of her bachelorette party. So it was oh, cool. It wasn't it wasn't right. anything crazy. It was a cycling it was a cycling bachelorette party, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Was, no, yeah, because y'all were like bikepacking and exploring <laughs> and doing all kinds of crazy things. There was no male strippers or anything wild. No, we didn't, they didn't let me order them. I couldn't oh, okay. have any fun. <laughs> okay. put it, put but yeah, this calm down, Stephen High. This Stephen High. Uh, these right. are me and Corey's, and then this is uh, Celine's oh, uh, European Championship. I need her to, to slide me a World Championship now because she upgraded. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah we, out there. We need to convince Chloe. We need to convince Chloe to get on that wall. Dude, that would be dope. I, I got to start another one. So I, I think on the next one, it'll be over here. Yeah. So I'll try to convince Chloe to hook it up. Oh, um, man. That's a, I have a, uh, I have a Kill Riney uh, jersey in the closet. Um, yeah, I got, we, I got some good ones, man. I'm going to start the collection. I have this, like, nice little office space right now. I got, like, my yeah. like, driving simulator in the corner. Nice picture of me and Corey uh, from this year. Uh, and then I just want to fill the rest of it with, like, jerseys we got a you know, um, projector screen so Corey can race on Zwift yeah Sight, oh, bro. Nuts. yeah yeah all right so <laughs> Sight. like I know you as the bike racer everybody else knows you as the bike racer but I want to know you more as the entrepreneur man I mean like so we did a podcast with Pacey McKelvin and I, where I like you guys both did a podcast as well you did the quarantine companion which was dope um yeah 
But where I really, where I really like that guy, I could care less about his crazy cool results, the crazy cool things that he does. He's just a fucking hustler. Like that yeah, dude is my favorite thing about him day in day out is working super hard. And then you managing, running a team, knowing that's not easy uh, because, you know, doing the whole privateer thing on my own on like one sixteenth of the level that you're doing it on. What's that like, dude? Like what, what's dude, that? It's a lot of work, man. Um, yeah. It's, it's very stressful. Um, especially like the biggest obstacles that I run into, it's dealing with a lot of people from brands that, don't necessarily have the like aren't sympathetic to the fact yeah. that I'm doing like 10 things. So like you're running on a lot of these people's timelines and like that, that's like the worst part. Like everything else like is business, it's work, it's just grinding. I don't even think about it in a way where I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do this or I gotta do that. Like I'm so genuinely so excited to see these things unfold that like the grind is pretty easy. My, my biggest hang up is, is having to like work on other people's timeline. Cause I, I don't, have hours i'll yeah. just work i'll work at until you know two three o'clock in the morning if i have to get something done um and then have to wake up at like nine to go ride or something and go put in the hour yeah. so like two jobs it's it's a lot of it's a lot of work but again like i said i think that you know seeing the success that I've, we've had so far um that makes it easier that you know winning cures everything that makes it oh, easier to keep for going. sure yeah for sure and like so when i lost so when i like this past year, I was going through some really rough time and you've always been super cool, super nice, super helpful. I just shot you a message and I was like, yo man, like Legion, what's it look like? And you kind of were like super cool about it. You're like, yeah, man, we don't have any room. And when you released that roster, that was the best day of my life when I found out I didn't make that team because that roster is <laughs> fire, like legit. Like, like oh. if, if there was no COVID this year, it yeah. would have been insane. So like, let's kind of chat about that roster and that lineup, like, especially like Scott law, we're hoping to get him on the podcast here soon. Um, My guy. yeah, let's just kind of chat about the roster and kind of how that came about. And is there anything kind of in the cooks for 2021? Yo, if you thought 2020 roster was fire, bro, the 2020, the 2021 roster is yeah. <laughs> oh, next man. level. Um, no, yeah, man, we, um, you know, obviously, I, I wish with Scott, you know, Scott was one of the first people that like, you know, Scott and Holloway were like two of the people that are like, around my age, that were the only people to like beat me head up. So it's always been like, very interesting to me. And when Scott came through uh, with his Australian team, uh, they spent the summer here in like 2017 or something. And me and Scott just kept going back and forth, um, winning races and beating each other. Uh, and then we got to be on the same team the next year. So like, he was like a shoe in man, like, I love Scott, like, he's just a good dude, straight shooter. Um, very good leadership skills, very straightforward as far as uh, making people understand like mistakes and like how they can improve without make without tearing them down. Uh, and yeah. I think that we have an issue in the sport with like people trying to accomplish that and trying to like motivate with like talking shit, but then kind of tearing people down and not understanding uh, kind of the complicated complex way of how of how that works for sure um, so scott's great at that man love having that guy um we got tyler williams who oh yeah you know dude he was, he was cycling academy yeah where do you BMC, even start with that action yeah. action dude is like incredible he yeah. beat he beat like the all of norcal by itself one year for the state road race championship um so we got him on the team and he, literally he guest rode for us um at boise because he was on the way out, wasn't he? I don't even know if he. So 
we all think that, right? When when we yeah. see this, this is kind of an issue. When we see someone that um, we're used to uh, seeing on a high level, uh, and we don't see them on a high level uh, anymore, we we assume that they're done and they're retiring. So I kind of like approached it the same way. So when we invited him to Boise, I'm like, "Yo, what are you like? What are you doing? Like, what are you trying to do? What's the plan?" He's like, "Dude, I'm I'm racing." He's like, I love racing my bike. I'm racing. Yeah. He's like, everyone keeps talking about like retirement and everything. And he's like, I've never said anything about retirement. He's like, I yeah. love doing this. I've done it. He basically did the same thing that I did where I took a year where I didn't have a team and I, I raced for the love of racing. Um, and that's what makes him so special to the team. And it's like when you have guys that are doing it and would be doing it with nothing, man, it's it's a really special thing, right? For so, sure. like, now we, have, now we have four killers on the team, even with just those four, you know, me, Corey, Scott, uh, and Tyler. So, we have those fours. And then we had, you know, Lance uh, Haddock from uh, A.O. Velo. We had uh, Corey Lockwood, who's yeah. Corey Lockwood. We had uh, Edder Ferreira uh, from Mexico, who basically led the, the, the national calendar for the first half of the season by himself, right? Guest yeah. riding for teams. So we had this like incredible squad, man. I was super excited to kind of really surprise people because a lot of people try to place us as the crit team. Yeah. And and that's because I'm the one winning a lot of the races and I'm a crit rider. But the, the reality of the situation is we're bike racers, man. Like yeah. you can try to pitch, you can try to, you know, uh, pin us to whatever category you, you may think or you may, you know, see. But at the end of the day, bro, we're coming out to win a little bit of everything. No, nah, that would have been an interesting Redlands, man. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> like with the Tyler Williams experience, Corey Lockwood time trial, and Lance hated climbing, like Edders yeah. climbing. Edder, yeah. They were Edder, like literally like, bad. Oh shit, Thomas Rivard. We literally oh, this I, year. Yeah, how did we get over him? Man? Yeah, I forgot. We all literally that. <laughs> <laughs> how lit yo, the roster is though. Yo, we literally this year had the top five guy. Three guys that were in the top five of the like two thousand. Uh, eight Redlands class or 18 Redlands classic. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And so I, and I think it's, I think it's cool to kind of see where Legion has come from, where it's come from a bunch of brothers and then it's come from like a development team. Like I would say that, I would say that you guys were the pros shepherding these, these development riders, like, and making it diverse <sighs> in a way. Right. And, but like, yeah. So, and the thing that I've always wanted to touch, go ahead. Oh, but then in like a couple of years, well, then as the years went on, you added more firepower into that. Yeah. And then it's kind of turned into a team with a bit of that development still happening. If not, the riders that developed into it. Yeah. So this is a, a great conversation because I've been talking to Corey about this for a long time because like, because people don't really see the ins and outs of the team, it seems like everyone kind of uh, creates their own um their own picture of what we're actually doing, right? For sure. Like at the end of the day, like I've invested my own personal money developing a platform that a lot of people can succeed in. My my perspective is that as Americans, we, a lot of us need developing, right? Like even older guys, like development is not just for young, talented kids. It's also for guys who never really got the opportunity to go to that next level. Um, so like, it's funny to me because I always go, where there's a bunch of under 23 teams, but where are they being, what teams are they being developed for? A lot of the times the under 23 teams are better than our elite teams. So I'm yeah. like, well, 
we just need development period so it doesn't need a title because Corey Lockwood is you know 32 years old or something um he still needs to be developed he needs he still needs he still has a lot of learning to do if he ever wants to even have an opportunity if he ever gets an opportunity to be on that next level which we hope he does um it's our job to develop him to know how to do a lot of those stuff and that's where like guys like Tyler uh like myself like uh like uh, Tyler Williams uh, that's where they we all come in um, we come into play to help him be the best him he can be same thing with Thomas right like we're trying to develop Thomas as a person right and then develop him as a writer to kind of understand what's going on and, and what roles he can play so it's an interesting conversation because the Legion of Los Angeles is a team built around me and Corey because we are we've been the breadwinner it's your brand we we put the team like, together, yeah. right? Yeah. And we put the, we could have done the, the thing where like, and you know, no, no disrespect to anyone who's doing it solo. We could have just did it, the, the Justin and Corey show. And we yeah. would, you know, the, the year I rode by myself, I won more races than I ever won. I won the road national title and the crit national title uh, in the same year. So we could have just continued that. I could have been like, Corey, like, let's just me and you do it and kind of just see what, see what happens. But to us, it was going to be so much more powerful to build something that hasn't been done before, a team that was for the riders, by the riders. But I feel like people get they get lost in the fact that, like, yes, we're developing people. Yes, we're, we're creating diversity and inclusion within the sport. But they, they, because we're the owners of the team, they forget that we're also people that had to start a team because we didn't have the support that we needed. So yeah. it's just a little bit of, like, confusion there where, like, at the end of the day, like, we're still the superstars of the team. We're still the ones winning the races. We're still, we're giving opportunities, but we also still have to take care of ourselves, right? No, for sure. And that's, and that's kind of what, you know, and that's kind of what I was saying in the sense of like, you guys could have done it on your own and, and, and you didn't. And you gave these opportunities out to, I mean, even a Thomas Rivard. Like I've seen, I've seen the people that have been on action and then what? You know, and, and when they go down and when they go down a level, it's almost like, oh, crap. Like, I don't have somebody cleaning my bike every day. I don't have somebody I don't have, you know, bikes getting mailed to my house or parts mailed to my house every day. And so that starts to wear on them and they start to quit and then they don't have a yeah. home. And, and mm -hmm. so I've seen it. I've, I've, mm -hmm. I've truly seen it. And that's kind of why I made the comment about Tyler Williams in the sense that he was on Israel Startup Nation, if I wasn't mistaken. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for and like so, three years or something. And so there was that time where it was like, I didn't hear about him, haven't heard from him, you know what I mean? And so it was like, oh, he, he had to like, it had to catch up with him eventually in the sense of yeah. like, because like if, if I pulled all your support out from under you and you had to start Legion over, that's what people don't get. They don't get where it goes from day one. Yeah. Like Legion didn't start overnight. Yeah. Now, I had been thinking about it for so long, man. I started with the concept team. Um, we, we ran that team for a couple of years where it was like this combination of like, kind of like, you know, your everyday working rider that was yeah. on an elite level. And then we wanted to integrate some fixed gear, co like fixed gear riders into that. And that's where like Alonzo Tao came in, uh, Angel Munoz uh, and Dante Young came in. Those guys all came from fixed gears and we created this platform. And we wanted to give them an opportunity to kind of grow. Um, and we did concept team for like four or five years, man. We did concept yeah. team for a long time. Uh, and that was in uh, Legion of Los Angeles was the evolution of what that was. That was kind of like this test run where I was still racing pro. I, I needed a creative outlet. I wanted to like 
kind of dabble in, you know, is it that hard to run a team, you know, and we learned so much from that and we just brought that over to Legion and we started building from there. But yeah, like you said, it's, it's hard when you have all the support in the world and then you have none. Uh, you yeah. see a lot of guys kind of like bailing out and going to do uh, uh, something else, man. And, and it's sad because we have a lot of talent in America. We have a lot of guys that if we had something cool at home in America where guys could make a decent living, yeah, which is a future venture that, I, that I'm trying to get into, um, then, then you can kind of retain some of that talent and then that talent can pass that down to the next generation, right? For sure. So, so what's 2021 goals for Legion? What's, what's race goals? Let's say, let's say the race calendar is the race calendar. Like yeah. it, it happens just like usual. What, what's, what's the, what's the list? Let's hear it. For me personally or for the team? Oh, <laughs> uh, give me both. I mean, we got time. So like, let me, let me hear both. Like what's your, yeah. What's your goals, man? I mean, last time I saw you was at scratch race national championship and I was hoping that you'd crack Bro. in a team pursuit or something crazy, but you didn't want to hang out. I, I'd love, I'd love to do, I'd love to do the team pursuit, man. It's just always so hard. It's always like a weird environment, man. Track track is always very weird for me. Let's, let's break it down. Like when I was a kid racing track, man, there was like little clicks at the track where like, oh, yeah. I just wanted to, out with my friends some bros that's yeah i wanted to hang out with my friends and like people would be in like different corners of the track and then like when you were there you like were shamed for talking to people it was just like weird and i i hated it and and that kind of stuck with me as i grew up it's the reason that i kind of like separated from track you know i i definitely loved the road more and like i was more drawn to the road specifically criterion racing um but yeah track kind of like that killed me man i remember still a thing too unfortunately because everybody has their own like little cubbies which god i was like talking about this i don't know what COVID's gonna do for those little bubbles because they try to fit like eight people into the one hey guys sorry for the interruption i just wanted to let you guys in on a little secret that i wish i knew about sooner and that is chamois butter with the current pandemic and everybody jumping on bikes you're probably wondering to yourself am i supposed to feel uncomfortable down there and then you decide to confide in somebody that you trust and that maybe even got you into cycling and they just say, oh, you'll get used to it. Well, in reality, it's actually an easy fix and you don't have to get used to pain. And that is by using chamois butter. This product is something, again, that I wish I knew about sooner. And when I found out about it, it made my rides that much more enjoyable, along with allowing me to ride longer. So don't ride in discomfort and check out chamois butter today. Now let's get back to the episode. Yeah, yeah so I, I can only imagine. Early. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that. But um, I remember that scratch race. I remember talking to Ryan Jobstrap before the race, and I was, and he was like, yo, I was like, what gear are you running? And he was like, oh, I'm running like a, like a 108 or something. And I was like, what? That's what I ran. <laughs> mind, mind you, when I, when I rode, like, track all the time, when I was, like, committed to it, we're, dude, a big gear was like a 96. Well, yeah, Taylor Finney set the, what, the won the World Pursuit on a 96. You know, on a 96 dude yeah that's not crazy anymore. we're doing like one so, <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's what i needed like a 110 so i ran a, a 96 and like oh. dude i had i had i was spun out from yeah. like the third lap into the race and i was like oh, okay this is not, this yeah. is not gonna work i should have listened to ryan <laughs> yeah but uh my go- my goals for next year are pretty simple my only real goal for next year is to win u.s pro crit um, I'm about to uh, call up USA Cycling and tell them that we need to uh, change the crit up to, to suit me. <laughs> What's well, in Florida? Well, the, so the amateur crits in Florida, they did that announcement, right? 
No, we're Where's doing uh, we're going uh, Conti next year, so oh. we're gonna be a con- we're gonna be a Conti team. So I gotta go win the pro. Are you dro- are you now. dropping this on the podcast, or has this already been dropped? No, we didn't. Yeah, this this is dropped on the podcast. I mean, it's not. I don't feel like it's like. Um, yeah, I, I didn't feel like it was like <laughs> worth an announcement or anything, dude. Um, it's just it's just a step, right? It's yeah. just a step in, in in that direction to to make the team more legit. Um, for sure and and the kind of like you know just make make big set make bigger moves so we're making that move um i think they announced that the 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 crit nationals are in knoxville again yeah um i've heard the course is pretty hard um but you know i've watched some videos on it also and it seems like it could be manageable i wouldn't be mad if they made it flat (laughs) yeah (laughs) for sure like what four corners flat no, nah, I do okay. six. I do six corner. Do six? I do six corner. I do six corners flat technical. I like that. That that's yeah. easier to stay at the front. You don't have people uh, bombing you. When it's wide open, people like they find momentum and then they can dive up inside the corners. When it's really technical, yeah. uh, it's hard for people to move. You're fighting for position, and while you're fighting p- for position, you, people are wasting energy. That's always good for me. Um, so that would be my perfect. My perfect course would be flat six corner pretty technical with like a wide open home straight that's like 300 meters dude that'd be dope yeah come so out, come out of nowhere <laughs> so, so yeah so then so then the team goal i'm assuming is uh the team goal is wide open man we're just yeah. trying to win we're trying to win uh something at everything and that that's yeah. that's stage races road races gravel anything that we go to we're trying to win um something in everything so yeah. Uh, we, we have the we have the guys to do it is all I'll say. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because then that kind of segues, man. Did you have you? Can you talk about anybody you've signed, or have you not signed anyone yet? Just because I bet like trying to go Conti is like no easy game, especially like during COVID, like just in the sense of yeah. paperwork. So then, dude, you're like telling all these guys like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna go Conti, and then it's like, well, I probably should pump the brakes a little bit until. No, 100%. Like, it doesn't – financial from a financial standpoint, it, it is definitely a complicated situation. Um, yeah. It's it's expensive to go pro tour. And I've always been from at the standpoint of, like, I would rather pay my guys than pay the UCI. Yeah. Um, but it just makes sense at this point with everything that we have in development. I got stuff that we're, or that's going on that's happening that, you know, I can't talk about yet. But oh, it, it, when it comes out – <laughs> exactly when, when it comes out you'll yeah. see that it, it it makes perfect sense to go um to go conti and then we're also Sweet. looking at some of the like asian races at the end of the year yeah uh, so when we're done with our season here we'll go do like a hurrah trip like find try to find one of those races that that has some flat finishes and go do something to say, on the asian tour Corey and any of those like tour to taiwan like asian races Dude. old teammate on summer hill was just like so good Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I, I, yeah, I think I think they're gonna, they're going to be a lot of surprises next year. Is is what I'll say. That's awesome, man. Well, that's super exciting to hear, man. Because like like I said, man, I I've I've seen you kind of like put in the work and and kind of come up through that, and it's just kind of cool to see it unfold. Because I feel like every time I see you, it's just like you're you're the, the smile is just getting bigger and bigger, <laughs> and you're just getting faster and faster, which is dope. <laughs> I'm actually right now getting slower and slower. I need that's why I'm gonna come out to. I need to come out to, <laughs> to the springs to start training, man. I've been yeah. like, it's been, it's been one thing to the next. We stopped racing in what March. Um, yeah. Stop racing in March. Where like a lot of people in the country didn't even start racing yet. 
Um, and like, yeah, it's been like quarantining for like, I think we quarantined for like two months, like, like barely went outside. Dude, I rode Zwift for like 16 days in a row at one point. Yeah. And um, California was and, hardcore about it. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, and my brother has asthma, like my, my, my niece has asthma and both of my brothers have, mm. have asthma. So I, it's not something that we can afford to really mess around with. Like my parents yeah. are older, man. Like we see them all the time. Like it's not something that we can really afford to, to, to do. So uh, we're super strict about it. Like as soon as we figured it was happening, we, we went straight into being hyper serious about it. And even now, man, like we'll go out and we can't ride right now because the West Smoke. coast is on fire. Yeah. Um, which is why I need to come up to you guys. But even before that was happening, man, like we were, we were going out and riding, but we were barely riding with people, you know? Yeah. Um, I would ride with people when I absolutely had to. I've done one one like ride with more than ten people in like I've done one in like six months, seven months. Yeah. And like it, cycling is known for being a social. Like that's one of yeah. the best parts about the sport is like you go out, you ride, you never know who you're gonna see. You go do group rides, you meet up for coffee. There's all these amazing relationships and like moments that come from that. And do this. It's depressing not having. Yeah. It's depressing not having that, right? So like, I went through this like really like hard, dark time where I was like, man, what am I doing all this for? You know, yeah. there was no like race outlet. There was no race win, win or lose. Like just being in a race, being at an event, traveling. There was none of that, uh, and it started to weigh on me. And like, I think it was it was a good and a bad thing. I've always wanted to have. To, I've always known I would have to make this transition from being a sprinter and and taking that kind of aggression and uh, and focus and putting that into business yeah. so like what this has allowed me to do is just start transitioning that kind of that kind of sense and kind of awareness and 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 understanding and like now i'm just applying it to business so like that's going <laughs> that's going well <laughs> no yeah and like and and we can see that it's going well i mean like what's nuts about this whole situation though is like especially out in california man like the moment that the smoke kind of started to go away, then you'll get these crazy ass heat waves where it was like a mm -hmm. hundred and I mean, they were 115, yeah, 118. It was, it was insane. Crazy. And then, and now the smoke is insane. So like, it's either you can come breathe or try to breathe up here, some clean air. <laughs> uh, but I'm kind of worried that like with the way the wind's blowing and things like that, like we, we were starting to get some smoke too, uh, just uh, based off wildfires. Like, nobody's nobody's doing gender reveals or anything crazy but uh, <laughs> it's just like it's just actual wildfires um, Dude, i just feel like as american man i love this i love our country man but i just feel like we're failing so hard like there's no unity there's no togetherness there's no basic understanding no one wants to be wrong no one is oh listening gosh. bro we just feel like a bunch of children in a room fighting over a bunch of toys and, and it's heartbreaking dude because like you said like the cycle is perpetuating where like things are getting worse and worse and worse. And it just feels like we're, there's a lack of leadership and like, no one knows what to believe. And so like all of that stuff is happening. And like, yeah, like you said, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying well, to ride. Man. Well, it's nuts to me, man. Like, it just feels like, it feels like if every, sh like our history, like our kids history books is there's oh, literally going to be like a 400 page chapter on 2020. <laughs> like my kids are going to come home and be so pissed. They're like, dad we got to take the exam on 2020 now like i'm like dude. oh shit because like, i mean and it feels like like when you know when you're in high school and there's that all that drama and that weird stuff 
it honestly yeah. felt like that drama just continued with my age. So like I'm 27 <laughs> now and like, I'm still talking to people and I'm like, wait, am I in high school? in high school still yeah, like it's just like it's that, that continuation and the facebook yeah. and the and, and and posting things on the internet of just people like speaking their mind of just even just hateful fucking things man of just like yeah. simple like no, no facts just feelings no facts no feelings <laughs> and it's kind of like when you get buzzed by a car on the road and you like kind of look over at them and you're just like yo dude what the fuck man like we kind of we probably have more in common than you think and it's kind of like well, you shouldn't be on the road. Well, you shouldn't be speeding. I'll do what I want. Well, I guess I'll do what I want. And then you're just back to square one. I guess I don't know. So that's yeah. the funny story. That's the funny story. I was at Specialized uh, maybe a year ago and I had a, I was like, yeah, you know how I dress. I dress like a normal dude. So like no yeah. one would expect, no one would expect me to be like a cyclist, right? But I'm at Specialized. I'm getting this like breakfast burrito in this uh, shop. And this dude starts talking to me because I got the new J's on. He's like, yo, you got the new J's, son. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No. He's like, he's like, where are you from? He's like, because you're not from around here with those on. And I was like, oh, I'm from L.A. I just, I just came up because I had some business that specialized. And he's like, oh, specialized. Like, what do you do for them? Like, marketing? <laughs> and I was like, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Something like yeah, that. Kind of. Um, I was like, no, nah, I'm, a, I'm a professional cyclist. And he's like, bro, you're one of those dudes that be on the side of the road. Uh, when I'm trying to get home from work, or he's like, you're one of the, those dudes that are blocking the road when I'm trying to get home from work. And I said, you're one of those assholes that's driving in a car that can't take five <laughs> seconds yeah. to like wait to pass safely so yeah. another human being can exercise. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yo, when you put it that way, I, I, I kind of feel like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, no, nah, you're not. Because now that you've just acknowledged the fact that you're a dick, you, you, uh -huh. you kind of lose all dickness, you know? So I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, I was like, honestly, man, I was like, how long does it take you to just like wait until it's safe or slow down and then, and then drive around? I'm like, you're on a back road anyway. Like the speed limit is like 40, like yeah. 44, 45, whatever. But I was like, how, how much is it actually going to take off of you? Are you in that much of a rough? And he was like, nah, dude. He's like, thank you so much. But it's just, it just takes that connection to someone that feels like a normal person that's relatable. Like you said, I have more in common with you than you think. Uh, and it changed his whole perspective on like how he should be re reacting sure. as someone in a metal vehicle that yeah. weighs you know, 4,000 pounds, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It changed his whole perspective on it. And it was cool. We like chilled after we talked about sports, like you said, more in common. Uh, and like, hopefully that dude's a better dude. He like gave me his number. He's like, yo, I'm the manager of this like sushi restaurant. Like if you're ever in town, hit me up. And I'm like, Sweet. my guy. <laughs> All you can eat. I'm like, my guy. Yeah. You know, like you said. Sweet. I think, so, so give me, I don't, I don't give know. Me... Good. I was going to say, I don't know um, if there's a way to be better about just kind of creating those bridges to, to everyday people so that we can uh, find that common ground and and you know bikes are good man the, the bike community is growing massively yeah um but I, I think it will change but i think it's going to take a lot of just connection yeah. um to to make it to make it better well i think i think there's already like a ton of like division within the current cycling community itself that we need to work on and with all these cyclists people coming haters in. yeah and so <laughs> the new the new people coming in you have the old people being like, you know how long I've been doing X, Y, and Z. Nobody you know? cares. And it's like, dude, nobody <laughs> cares. Um, but they do care to learn some of that knowledge of things that they shouldn't do that you wish mm. you would have had somebody tell you when you first started riding. And so I guess 
I mean, no, I've had I had that. Hey guys, sorry about the brief interruption, but just wanted to give a huge shout out to this week's sponsor of the podcast, and that is Beetroot Pro. I've been using Beetroot Pro for quite some time now, and honestly, it's the best beetroot powder that I've ever used. It shakes up super well, doesn't leave a clumpy mess, and it doesn't taste like dirt. If you've ever been interested in trying beetroot powder, this is the product to try. And you can get 15% off now by using code BANCHATS at beetrootpro.com. Now let's get back to the episode. I, I was lucky. I had that, man. I had Rasan. I had Eric Saunders. I had Sterling Magnell, Jeremiah Wiskovic. I had all these amazing dudes that were like California-based um, who wouldn't let me do any – Ivan Dominguez. Like, I got to yeah. – I got – I was lucky, man. I like – when J. Cole dropped that Middle Child song, that like was deep for me, <laughs> right? Because it was, it was yeah. like super deep because I was like, yo, that's yeah. my life, man. Like, I got – all of I got the last of the old school, like the last of the like really gritty, um, ride in the rain, go chain slow for hours at a time. Like I got the last of that, and I got a lot of that etiquette and respect that they demand. Like demand, it's they would not a those guys if they would have had Facebook back then and the tour was bro, the same way the tour was then, <laughs> like these guys would have lost bro. all their sponsors because they would have been so pissed at how or it would have been accepted or it would have just been accepted yeah or yeah like, <laughs> oh, like it is what it is you know um but you, heard, you like? heard Robbie <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's that like though like being a part of those guys because those those are some legends man I mean like Rashawn and Ivan Dominguez alone I mean like what, yeah. what was that like kind of learning from those guys no, nah, it was incredible, man. Like, yeah. obviously, it's it's the I feel like I, you know, I contributed a lot of the reason I am who I am right now to those guys, man. Just like even taking the time, like I know how I know how it is to be super busy and to have a lot of things to do and to be responsible for a lot of people and still having to take the time to like talk to kids, answer like as many dude. You wouldn't believe how many DMs I get. I can only. Um, try to answer as many of them as I can and try to just like inspire people and like keep them not, it's not my job to keep them motivated, but I try to motivate. Right. So yeah. like, I'm so grateful that those guys took the time out of their day away from their family to, to really invest in me and to pass again, it's just passing on that, passing along that information, man. Like to this day, like I have conversations for some time I have, you know, I get to have conversations with Dominguez. Like, I could call those dudes if I need anything or if I have any questions. And I never stopped learning. I never stopped learning. And if those guys came up to me right now and told me, yo, you're doing this and you, you need to adjust here or you're doing that wrong, dude, I would do it immediately because, like, that's the level of respect that I've had, for that sure. I have for them um, in everything that they've done for me, man. It's, it was incredible, man. I got, I got super lucky, dude. Yeah, because, like, I bet they, I bet they kind of, because those dudes are some business savvy dudes. Like, so I bet yeah. not only did they coach you through the athlete side, I bet they've kind of helped, like, a little bit on the business side, huh? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, oh, you know, Ivan more when asked, uh, same thing with Jeremiah, like, more when asked. Rasan, like, he's, we have uh, a business together, so uh, it met this to winning. So um, it's uh, me, him, and two other guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we, we get to talk, we, I get to see kind of like what, where his head is and how he strategizes a lot of things. Um, so it's just like, you know, I just take cues, man. You'd be surprised yeah. what you can like actually pick up on if you shut up and listen, mm. like, or shut up and just observe and, and be smart about it. You know, that's, 
that's something that's free, man. All you got to do is everyone I meet, everyone I meet that's in business, every sponsor I have, whenever I get to meet like any CEOs or, or whatever the case may be, anybody big, high up in the company, man, all you have to do is listen, man. Those people are gold mines. Like they'll yeah. tell you everything you need to know. And like, that's the only way to learn. It's, you can learn the fast way and you can like absorb all this information. You're still going to make mistakes, but you can absorb all this information and take what people have done and try to apply that in ways that work for you. Or you can take the hard way. You can think you know everything and you could like go out and make mistake after mistake after mistake and basically take this windy road to get to the next destination that you're trying to get to. You know what I mean? I, I'm a big believer in perseverance. So I think as long as you, whichever one you choose, as long as you keep grinding, you'll get there eventually. Uh, but personally i'll take the road that's a little less windy man i want to sure i'm yeah, trying to get sure. that lambo bro where that yeah. lambo at <laughs> <laughs> well when you do that's when i'm coming to la and hang out definitely definitely i'm gonna I'm like, my friend got a lambo <laughs> that's that's when to all my friends that said i'd never make it my friend got a lambo that's the way that's I'm right that's okay. right <laughs> so that's pretty I'm driving it just taking pictures for the gram let them yeah. know Oh me, yeah. Just I'm not even allowed to start it. I, I understand, uh, but yeah, dude. So I don't want to kind of keep you all day because I know you're a busy dude. So I got I got two questions for you. And, yeah. And we just I just started this new segment because this is coffee and van chats. And I was thinking, man, like I've never really integrated anything with coffee. Um, I've done the whole van thing um, because the idea behind this podcast was that it was going to be filmed in my van and done in the van, and it was going to be fun. It was going to be with racers, but COVID kind of fucked that all up. Um, but I kind of like this new segment. So this segment is essentially what, how would you take your coffee? And if you Uh don't, if you don't drink coffee, how would you take your drink? And who is one person dead or alive that you would sit down and have it with? And what's the conversation? What's the question that you would ask them? You see, so you picking, you follow me so far? I can, I can play out this whole situation except for the person, because I'll say a name that is, you know what? I think I have a name. I would, it's a, a vanilla latte with okay. 2% milk always. Like that's my drink at sunset in All like right. on some beach, preferably in like Malibu or something. All right. Like on the water uh, and be Kobe, bro. And have Kobe. a conversation with, with Kobe, man. Yeah. Like childhood hero, um, different, just a different animal, different mindset. Like talk about somebody that can do anything. I, I truly believe that I can do anything. Um, yeah. I put my mind to so like seeing him go from basketball player uh, to dad to 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 you know he did that um he won that award for the the short story he put out the animation yeah um, as a director like talk about and he, there was so much more man I I truly believe that the Kobe Bryant was gonna change uh, the WNBA for the better man I I think that he would have elevated it to like crazy new heights him and Gigi man um, so that's you know that's that's a bummer but for sure it would it would be kobe man it'd be kobe um, sweet no that i kind of guessed that with your shirt that's my whole whole situation right there yeah i guess that with your shirt for sure um so last question what is what is one nugget that you would give to somebody um like that's coming up through the sport just bought a bike we now have these new athletes what's what's one nugget that you would give to somebody that's trying to get into racing man trying to get started Oh, did I lose you? What? 
Sorry, I think I lost you for a second. You there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You froze. You froze for a minute. Sorry. Right, so, what was wait, the, no what was the so the question. Yeah, last question. Um, what's <laughs> one nugget that you would give somebody that's trying to get into racing and just trying to get started? Oh man, is it freaking freezing every time I ask the question? All right. Are you back? I'm back. I'm trying to figure out if it's my my internet or your internet. I don't think it's mine, but we'll we'll try it one more time. Yeah, I got all bars. All right, let's try it. Try it. All right. So, what's one nugget that you'd give somebody that's just getting into racing and just getting started? Show up, man. Don't be afraid. Like it's hard. I know it's hard, but I, I think the biggest thing would be. The easiest thing would be to find a club that races. Yeah. And, and then that way, when you show up, you have that you just automatically gravitate to. It's like high school. Like, like you got to find easier to, um, it's going to make it so much easier to, 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 to be there. And I think that's the biggest thing that, that people struggle with is that acceptance of yeah. like being at a race. I think if you can find a group to show up with, that's going to, that's going to get you there because you just need to race. You need to do as many races as possible. The more you do, the better. I did a training crit every Thursday for my, basically my whole racing career from like 13 years old to like, for real, like 25 every Thursday. So whenever I was in town, obviously, but like, yeah, you have to race. That's the only way to get better. You're going to figure things out and things are going to like happen to you in those events that is going to shape you as a racer. And the more race days you have that directly correlates to how good of a strategist you're going to be. You can't fix everything in leg. Well, you can't fix everything with the legs. Yeah. You cannot fix everything with power. It's not a road race, especially in criteriums. Uh, you, you need to have strategy. You need to work on your cornering. You need to know what's happening. You need to understand momentum. You got to figure out the courses when you need to be forward and when you don't need to be forward. You need to figure out when you need to use energy and when you don't use, need to use energy. You need to, to, to study your opponents. That's, that's how you get to the level of winning races uh, consistently. And, and, and winning consistently is what makes you uh, a superstar. <laughs> nah, that's dope. And and I, I remember watching your USA Crits video of just the breakdown of Salt Lake City. And uh, that's some good knowledge. If you guys want to check that out, I'll put a link in the description below. But other than that, I will put all of Justin's social media down in the description below. And like I said, if you don't know Justin already, I don't even know how you ended up on this podcast. <laughs> uh, other well, than that, if, if, if you don't, then... Uh... Welcome, welcome to the world of Criterion Racing. This, yeah, this well, welcome to the world of the, the bumping and grinding. And uh, let me tell you this. He's a lot nicer in the pack than you think he is. I promise. <laughs> just, just don't get in his way. Just don't get in his way. He's always been it's, nice to me. I've never it's not, it's not. It's not even that, dude. It's just like, dude, I'm the guy in the field that, dude, when the race starts, we're yeah. chilling. I'm pushing people in front of me. I'm, t- I'm like literally like, I'll let people in front of me. I'll give them a push. If I see some guy do a great effort, I'll give them a push back into the yeah. field. Dude, with five laps to go, just stay out of my way, bro. Like, 100%. And like I haven't seen you with five is. laps to go. I've seen you. I've seen you usually after. 
um, before <laughs> and uh, sometimes in the middle because I'm usually kind of near the back. And then I'm like, oh, I'm in a good spot. Justin's right here. And then uh, then all of a sudden you're gone and you've won the race. Uh, I don't know how that works, but uh, you do it. Hey, man, I, I, get, luck I get lucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, but seriously, thank you so much for your time, dude. I like, I can't thank you enough for jumping on. It's so cool to see what you are doing and everything that's going on. And one of these days we'll convince you to do a team pursuit and you'll, uh, you'll have a Legion team pursuit team that rocks up the national dude. We should just bring kits out maybe another day. We'll talk uh, we, we can do it. We can do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys.